Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you the latest insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. With a renewed interest in store lamb production in recent years, particularly Finch and Hill store lambs, we travel to Chagas Satinrai. We catch up with Dr. Frank Campion, who's embarking on a new research project, looking at the potential of Finch and store lambs on alternative crops. Frank takes us through the background of how he established the different catch crops he's using, what kind of measurements he's hoping to look at, and what the overall aims and objectives are of the project. I'm joined now by Dr. Frank Campion, researcher based in Chagas and Atmarai. Frank, you're very welcome. Thanks, Kieran. Frank, you're embarking on a new trail over here. It's a conti- in part, it's a continuation of some of the work you've been doing in Atmarai over the past number of years with store lambs. You're taking a slightly different approach to it. So previously, a lot of work focused on indoor finishing and you know, seeing what kind of levels of performance you got off different genotypes and castrates versus and tears. Yours is taking a different slant on how we can go about finishing store lambs. So maybe just give us a bit of background to the trial you're currently starting. Yeah, so like you said, Kieran, a lot of the previous work done here by uh, looking at store lambs by Michael Liskin and Noel Claffey and myself and Michael Liskin in latter years has looked very much at indoor finishing systems, putting lambs in, feeding them ad-lib concentrates and finishing them to both light carcass weights, 12 to 16 kilos, and typical French spec carcass weights, 18 to 20 kilos. But I suppose this year and for the next couple of years we're taking a different slant on it and we're looking at what can we do with these type of lambs in an outdoor situation. So what we've done is we've basically designed an experiment with six treatments. We're going to continue with some lambs indoors in our, I suppose, our, our usual system with ad-lib concentrates. But we're also going to be finishing, attempting to finish lambs using grazed grass with, a, with both a permanent pasture treatment, grass that's been established for about six years, and a new reseed that was only established this summer. And then we're going to start using three different forage crops as well. So we're going to have lambs on kale, forage rape and hybrid brassica, which is better probably known as Red Start. I suppose, Frank, there has been a bit of an interest, more so predominantly probably in the East Country, naturally in more tillage areas. Mm. I'd look at an adoption of finishing lambs over there as a means of an extra use of that lamb, but also they can grow the crop to finish them. So there is there is an interest there and there is some of that already ongoing. Exactly, there is a, there is a, an interest in it. And I think that interest probably spiked last year when there was drought conditions and people looked to what were the alternatives to, to maybe put in during the winter and there was a spike in using those types of forage crops you know so there is a great interest in seeing it and I suppose there's also a good interest from I suppose hill producers we're buying all our lambs from West Mayo and Connemara they're Scottish blackface purebreds and Scottish blackface crosses and they're interested in anything that would help develop the market for their store lambs in August and September so as you said like it, it's an extra outlet for store lambs but there's also a margin there for them taking on from it so we know with indoor stuff there's a lot of performance work done and you know the kind of levels you're going to get. I suppose with the crops now, you have to establish this was carrying capacity first and then looking at that level of performance. Yeah, exactly. So I suppose the first for the first year, we're very much going to look at the basics of performance. So how many lambs can we carry on the crops? What sort of performance are we getting back off those crops in terms of how quickly can the lambs grow? What sort of finishing rates are we getting? And we'll see what other products we can come come across along the way. Okay, we, we might talk about that yeah. a bit more detail. And of course, you have the indoor trail as a benchmark. Yeah, the indoor trail is very much a benchmark. So, like, we're in September now. Just like take us through the crops at the moment. How did you go about establishing them? And when did you sow them? Okay, so I suppose we started. We sprayed off about fifteen hectares back in uh, June. We then disked that. We disked. It ended up disking it three times. We power harrowed it, and then the seed was broadcast on and rolled in. In the terms of the, the grass seed, we ended up drilling that in before rolling it. So that all that seeding took place on the 12th of July. 
and uh, at seeding time they all got two bags of 0730 for P and K and three quarters of a bag of protected urea and since then once the crops were up we went with another three quarters ba- three quarter bag of protected urea and just to be kind of set the scene what kind of areas have you in big areas for each of these crops so, so each we have the 15 hectares divided across five different crops so there's nearly three hectares per crop and then within each of those crops it's divided into four separate paddocks so that we have four replicates across the area for each one of the, the five treatments okay like we are probably coming now that's what you're hoping to graze at the end of the month we're hoping to start grazing first second week of october that's our plan and you have been grazing the grass ones we have stage. we've grazed all the gra- we've grazed the permanent grassland treatments in the last week or two just to get them back to a level playing field and to build up the covers in the way we want to and we're hoping to do a light grazing on the reseeds now starting next week okay so that's the crops you've been in terms of what's going on them, like what kind of store lambs are you buying in to put on the days? Yeah, so look, we're very much focusing on the hill type store lamb. So we've bought in a large number of Scottish blackface store lambs, kind of from 20 kilos up to about 30, 32, 33 kilos, and as well crossbreds of them, predominantly Texel crossbreds. Similar sort of weight bracket again. Okay, so like you, you've arranged in them lambs. Some of them, them. Some of them are shorter finished lambs. You look at the, we would expect that the Texel crosses will be a shorter finished lamb, and we expect that the more pure Scottish blackface would be a longer finished lamb. I suppose we know from the previous studies done where we're looking at the indoor work there could be 100 grams of a difference per day in growth rate we expect we'll see differences here again but it's important that we quantify on both types of lamb what we can expect from and them. that's what I was going to come to you like from the previous work done here you know you're going to get high performance indoors on yeah. that concentrate day but one of the key things is you needed a good starting weight on them exactly it's high cost it's high cost it's very high cost and one of the as you said the big message coming out of that and the one thing I always would stress to farmers is that worked well where you had a relatively heavy lamb going into the system. So maybe put in context heavy lamb for you. I'm talking 36, 37 kilos up, you know. Okay. Whereas with these systems we're looking at putting probably slightly lighter lambs on it, getting relatively cheaper gain, fine it's less weight gain, but cheaper weight gain on grass and on our forages and seeing how they compare to an indoor system. Because in fairness like a thirty seven kilo store, you're not going to get them readily available coming off till there are they are they are there, they but are for that there. Pure hill lamb. For that pure hill lamb they're not there and we know that from going around buying the lambs that within most flocks, yeah, you'll have a couple of lambs that would be that weight, but the vast majority of lambs are sitting somewhere in the twenty five to thirty two, thirty three kilo bracket. And, and you've a large portion of them going to go on to this. We've a large portion of them going on to this. Okay. So there'll be a bit of period of climatisation no, you're on from October we're on from first second week of October like I said we just we want to see how the yields are going see how see how things are looking there's no point going in too early and cutting ourselves short so we, we have a small bit of leeway left in that um, and you, you're looking at good numbers of lambs on each we're looking at good numbers of lambs on each we're looking about 104 lambs per, per treatment so, and within that then there'll be 50 or sorry 52 Scottish blackface Pures, 52 Scottish blackface crosses and within each of them then there's a male and castrate divide ok so you're going to have a nice number of lambs nice number of lambs exactly it should, it should be very interesting Frank look we're going to see updates on this I imagine on the sheep twitter page and we'll also see it in the newsletter oh exactly once we start getting results back out we'll be providing regular updates and this is envisaged that it'll be run over a number of different years so we'll, we'll very much have plenty of data coming out of it and we'll be hoping to bring in groups okay. over the years to show them what's happening with it Certainly, I think it'll be something interesting for both sides of intelligence of it and for hill farmers coming in and see. Definitely, definitely. Should be a good trail of the coming years. Frank, thanks for giving up your time. Thanks, Karen. Well, after all the episode, I close at this point. I would like to thank Frank for taking the time out to join us. It's an interesting project he's starting. Certainly, there should be a lot of interest in it, given the increasing catch crops and increasing interest in store land production. We will catch up with them in later episodes here. Management is going on that trial and there will be updates coming in the Sheep Newsletter. For all the other updates, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagas Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. 
Thanks for joining us on this episode of Overcast. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next episode.